Chinese laborers played a vital role in shaping the West. In Oregon, dozens of communities supported Chinese labor camps. They worked the rail lines. They worked the mines. They worked to send money to their loved ones in China and always had the hope of returning. I'm Brian Jennings from The Source Weekly, and in today's Take 5, we tour what is left of the Chinese community in John Day, the Kam Chung Historical Site. Our tour guide is Carol Faulkner, who says gold was king in the John Day area. And in about a 40-year period from 1862 to 1899, um, they got, in today's dollars, almost a billion dollars worth of gold out of this area. So it was a huge gold mining area. They set up camp in nearby Canyon City, south of John Day, where 2,000 Chinese worked the mines. But there was hostility. And their settlement there burned down under suspicious circumstances in 1885. They were not allowed to rebuild, so they were all pushed down into this area, which is actually a floodplain. It was not a very desirable place to be. And that hostility carried to their new John Day settlement. So when you look at the building, you notice that there's iron over the windows. That was to try to keep the bullets out. So um, sometimes on Saturday nights, the cowboys would get drunk and they'd ride through here and they would start shooting at the building. So when we go inside, you'll see that the door is also covered with tin, also to try to keep the bullets out. Unfortunately, tin does not stop bullets, and so there are bullet holes in the door. So later, they put these um, folding iron doors over the top. As you enter the Kam Chung building, bullet holes are visible on the inside of the main door. But we know that um, this tin must have been replaced at some point, because when you see the back side of the door, you see that sometimes the bullets actually came all the way through, and they just put cork in there. And then they would have put this bar across here at night so nobody could force the door. The Kamwa Chung building was built around 1870. Two Chinese men, one a healer, the other a businessman, lived and worked there. Ng He, known as Doc He, was thought to have apprenticed in China before coming to John Day. He could feel 24 different pulse points. And when he uh, figured out what he thought was going on with you, he would go into his apothecary shop, which is essentially how he left it in 1948. He'd put together a formula for you. There are about 500 different herbs in there. They're still in there for the most part. Most of them came from China. And then on that second shelf, one of my favorite things is um, there's another small bottle, and above that bottle there's a box that's pulled out just a little bit that says dragon bones, and it's actually ground up dinosaur bones. So um, even today, Chinese healers will use that to treat mental illness. By 1900, the mines shut down, and Chinese workers were leaving the area. Doc Hay began serving whites. And so um, there was a ranching family in this area. They still live in the area. One of the sons got tetanus. The white doctors thought he was going to die. They couldn't help him. And so the family came over and got Doc Hay. Um, Doc Hay treated him, and he lived. And then people started coming from Idaho, Washington, California to see him. Um, we have letters from people as far away as South Dakota. Our tour guide, Carol Faulkner, notes there was still hostility. Um, he was brought up on charges three different times by some of the white doctors for practicing medicine without a license. Um, and the first time he was acquitted in an hour and a half. The second time, local people wouldn't sit on the jury. And then the third time, the judge just threw it out. So um, 
very, very well respected by the end of his life. Apparently, medical expertise runs in the family. Doc Hayes' great-great-grand-nephew, Robert Waugh, was elected president of the American Medical Association and served 2014-15. Doc Hayes' business partner was Lung An. He was a bootlegger during Prohibition. So if you look um, through this door here onto the floor in there, there's a trap door in the floor. They found about 100 bottles of alcohol under the floor. And then the other thing Lung An did is he opened the first automobile dealership east of the Cascades and he had the only gas station in the county. Lung An died in 1940. Doc Hay died in 1952. They are buried in John Day. The Cam Wa Chung building was left largely untouched until the city of John Day discovered that the men had left it to the city to establish a museum. Today, it is a museum and a national historic site, open daily from May 1st through October 31st. For Take 5, I'm Brian Jennings from The Source Weekly, for FM News 100 and 1110 KBND.